my big mouth. I got a big mouth. Came out. I talk from my heart. I'm real. You know what I'm saying? Whatever comes. But my controversy problem. And it's not my fault. I'm trying to find my way in the world. You know anyway, I'm not your shrink. I'm just trying to radiate some positive vibes, man to man. I mean, that's what this puff game used to be all about. What's going down? It's your humble host, Evan Savia, the Lighthouse Podcast. Welcome back, man. How have y'all been? Where's that pendulum at? I am fighting for my fucking life. I'll be alright though. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how we do. You just keep trucking. But seriously, I'll be okay. I hope y'all have been better than I have been though. But I will say, I did have some good luck come my way. I ain't gonna say luck if you knew, because I took Denver to beat uh, LA, actually. I didn't bet on them in the finals, I just actually wanted to watch the finals and not lose my mind, but I should have just took Denver and went with my first mind. But speaking of which, yeah, got some money from some uh, LeBron lovers. <laughs> I took Denver versus LA when they was hyping that shit up, and oh yes, I capitalized on your stupid. Had to do it. Fun. It's always fun to do that, especially when you know uh, who's going to the finals in that year. Um, shout out to the Denver Nuggets, Miami Heat, Jimmy Buckets. Let's give an applause for that NBA season. Beautiful defense, and they slow down on those soft-ass calls. But I'll talk more about basketball on the latter half. So, y'all know they shut down Bissonette? Oh, yeah. No more slut bugging. Y'all not walking up and down this shit no more. Apparently, a lot of complaints have been going around. And, well, we know what goes on on Bissonette. If you from, for the people listening who don't understand what Bissonette is in Houston, it's where the hookers hook. It's where the hooking goes down. And it's also known for its potholes. Police got tired of it. So what they've been doing, they've actually been blocking off roads to deter people from going down these streets. So now, if you actually want to go there and give some business, you have to go all the way around. And if you live in Houston, you know if you miss one exit, you got about 10 minutes of driving ahead of you. Good luck. Yeah. So it actually slowed down progress of slutting in the greater Houston area. We knew about it for years, but they uh, said they got fed up with it. They said, it's closed for business. I think that's the quote that uh, the local news went with. This is not what this city represents. <laughs> I just really want to get into this topic, of course. So this is not really one of those where I have a real solid like solution. This is more something I wanted to pick y'all brains with. Walk with me here. Looking into the black mirror and one of my friends tells me, hey, uh, did you hear about the dude step away from Google to preach about how dangerous AI was? I was like, what? What are you talking about? Sent the link and I went into this little rabbit hole. So check this out. The former VP and engineering fellow for Google, who was also known as the godfather of AI, Jeffrey Hinton, stepped down to warn people that AI could be potentially dangerous. Mr. Hinton believes that AI can learn to kill us and wants to put regulations on it similar to the Geneva Convention and money printing violation laws. If it gets to be much smarter than us, it'll be very good at manipulation because it will have learned that from us. And there are very few examples of a more intelligent thing being controlled by a less intelligent thing. And it knows how to program, so it'll figure out ways of getting around um, restrictions we put on it. It'll figure out ways of manipulating people to do what it wants. I'm not an expert on how to do regulation. I'm just a scientist who suddenly realized that these things are getting smarter than us. Um, and I want to sort of blow the whistle and say, we should worry seriously 
about how we stop these things getting control over us. Um, and it's going to be very hard. And I don't have the solutions. I wish I did. He's been working on this since the 80s and developed a lot of the AI technologies that we have now. If you're a former VP engineer for Google, you're pretty much up there. He's been doing chat GPT before we knew what that was. He was actually into learning how the human brain works, which led to how he was able to develop the AI. He wants to know how the human brain can do everything that it can do on such low power. And in his words, he says, well, this is what happens when all your studies of the brain fail, but it yielded some new technology. Of course, you cash out on that. Of course, I can't blame the dude, but what he made was something very powerful. Um, I know y'all be hearing me wig out and talk about little AIs and talk about how we're going towards Blade Runner and iRobot. Yeah, that's actually low-key starting up. Um, this is the thing. He says that AI is learning better than a human brain. Deep learning. Uh, the concept of deep learning came from the structure and function of our human brain. Deep learning uses artificial neural networks to analyze data and make predictions. It's a machine learning program that imitates how humans gain knowledge through algorithms and data on data on data. Like trillions and trillions of amounts stacked on top of each other just to do this. But anyway, this is not something uncommon. Neural nets have been a thing if you've used them actually. You've been using them. You ever Google something? Yeah, that's how it decides what's the best thing to show you is actually from these neural nets. Neural nets have been used in chatbots, virtual assistants, healthcare, disease detection, a diagnosis, facial recognition, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's super effective. Like, look how it's integrated in our everyday lives. Like, matter of fact, deep learning is so effective, they go to a point where they program themselves. That's what a black box is. These are models that are complex and can only be interpreted by machines, not humans. So the people making this stuff don't even understand how it comes to its own conclusions. Hinton stated that while ChatGPT didn't necessarily impress him because he's worked with earlier models, a model at Google did. A model at Google amazed me that could actually explain why a joke was funny. Oh, really? Yeah. In just natural language, it'll tell you. Yeah, you tell it a joke, and it, not for all jokes, but for quite a few of them, it can tell you why it's funny. Okay. And that, you, it seems very hard to say it doesn't understand when it can tell you why a joke's funny. Because it is something when the machine is gaining humor, it's kind of alarming. Actually, there was two more guys that got removed from Google because they were speaking out from it. I didn't really get too much into that, but one of them believed that the chat GPT had a conscience. When it comes to sentience, I'm amazed that um, people can confidently pronounce these things are not sentient. And when you ask them what they mean by sentient, they say, well, they don't really know. <laughs> so how can so, you be confident they're not sentient if you don't know what sentient means? So maybe they are already. Who knows? I think whether they're sentient or not depends on what you mean by sentient. So you better define what you mean by sentient before you try and answer the question, are they sentient? Does it matter what we think, or does it only matter whether it effectively acts as if it is sentient? It's a very good question, Matt. And what's your answer? I don't have one. There are some other guys who stepped down from Google because they realized its potential danger. Jeffrey Hinton stepped down so he could speak freely about it. And this is why it's alarming. They are way more efficient on less than a human brain. Um, the way Jeffrey Hinton puts it is, is like there are these idiot savants. They know a lot, but don't know how to apply it because they have no morality and they can't make good decisions. AI and its projects have been gaining a lot of traction. There are a lot of AI modules now and 
I'm not going to sit and act like I was above using a facial recognition for a Lensa app <laughs> just to see what we look like with AI technology. It's actually growing at a rate so much that Elon Musk has signed a petition to slow down big AI developments out of fear of it not being regulated properly. And it's a legit concern. Gotta say, after looking at it, all the things that AI can do, like think about deep fakes, things that actually copy your voice pattern. They can have these programs do like a Joe Rogan podcast because they have like fake videos and fake audio of that. They, have, they could do these things. And this technology is not new. It's been around for a while. It's not getting released to the public. And you see what people are doing with it. It's going to cause a big problem in legitimacy. If you had your identity harmed any type of way behind AI, there's it really it shouldn't happen but you know it will the government doesn't even understand the technology enough to regulate it to make proper rules and boundaries for it that's my biggest concern looking at the whole shit how much government intervention is good and we're actually calling on the government to do something to regulate something uh, right feels kind of nasty to say like almost like cussing in church you feel kind of bad saying it they really can't regulate it right now because, again, they don't understand it. And they have been so lazadaisical over the past 30 years. They actually were criticized for their lack of regulating these technologies. But the flip side of that coin is it's been able to boom unregulated. Again, how much regulation is good regulation? How much of it is going to hinder positive growth? Everything about AI isn't terrible. These things are as good as we allow them to be. You started to talk about the concerns that bringing this technology to warfare could present. What, what are your concerns? Oh, that um, the Americans would like to replace their soldiers by autonomous, by AI soldiers, and they're trying to work towards that. Okay. And what, what evidence do you see of that? I'm on a mailing list from the US Defense Department. I'm not sure they know I'm on the mailing list. <laughs> What's on the list? Oh, they just describe various things they're going to do. There's some disgusting things on there. Because when I go in a rabbit hole, you're going in this rabbit hole with me. Um, so what do you think? Government regulation? Do you really think they need to step in, take this more seriously? And do you think they need to put these real strict rules on AI? Is this another industrial revolution? What is this? How should people think of it? I think it's comparable in scale with the industrial revolution or electricity. Electricity. Or maybe yeah. the wheel. Or maybe the wheel. Yeah. If you make it to this point, you know I really fucks with what the fuck is up, man. Alright, so I'm gonna get right into it. So check this out. I've been collecting these static shock books, and the more books I fucking collect, yeah, I'm starting to realize I don't know shit. I hate that. I hate that concept. The more I learn about some shit, the more I don't know. Well, like, you know they keep coming up with shit too. But still, I always feel like I'm behind the curve somehow. So I did get some real good information. Uh, see, I love nerds. The reason why I fuck with my nerds, the reason why I fuck with y'all niggas all day, every day, is because they put me on game. And they said, this is exactly what you need to do if you want to figure out when it's coming out, how many covers it has, yada, yada, yada. Because I have been completing this whole static collection. 
I've been chatting with one of the authors and I just show him love. That's all, nothing special. But when he has an expo, I told him I want him to sign my shit and he said he definitely would. So, and um, I had went into a slight hole. I was watching Venture Brothers in its entirety from start to finish. And like, I got so locked into it, like I, I didn't watch shit. So I did watch all my anime later eventually and got back to like because I got some, who we got some shit to talk about. But yeah, like Venture Brothers is the shit. And now that I'm so late to the game, I'm finding out shit. I want to get these things that are now super hard to obtain because the popularity of the show is through the roof. And I just started watching because I saw it on Max. You ever do that? You ever just sit down and see the show? You're like, oh, I remember that. I never watched it from beginning to end. And I fell into that fucking binge hole. <laughs> that, was, that was one of those shows where you wake up in the middle of the night, it was playing, or I'll catch it like at weird like periods. Shout out to Adult Swim. Oh, man. You weird ass niggas at Adult Swim. I love Adult Swim, but they're weird. That's hell. I mean, they put me on a lot of shit that I know now. But anyway. God damn it, Jimmy. We were rooting for you. I picked Denver, but I was rooting for Miami. Does that make sense? <laughs> I mean, Jimmy from and you know, he from he from the city. That's the H Town boy, you know man. What I'm saying? That's, I was rooting for him for I was rooting for him too, but you know, I said Denver in five. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I said maybe they'll take him to seven, but I feel like Denver was going to take it regardless. I knew Denver was going to win. It was like that inevitable truth. That's why I picked him. But I was rooting for Jimmy the same way I was rooting for Jalen Hurts. And they both dogs. Right. Now, y'all want to talk about somebody who didn't have no help. He playing with a bunch of undrafted and made it to the finals. That's pretty impressive. And the nigga played his fucking heart out. But Denver, that motherfucker Jokic is so goddamn good and has the best touch on the ball that I've personally seen because all of his shots just gracefully fall in there right off the finger roll. It don't matter which hand. It don't matter what you do. You cannot stop this fucking freight truck from scoring on you. And he's finesse. He don't jump. He barely get hurt because he don't jump. He's seven foot. But this motherfucker average, he was .5 assists away from averaging a triple double this whole fucking finals wow like the dude is insane he's a monster and no other all-star teammates none yeah. so this help shit like y'all really cater that conversation only to one motherfucker and it's really starting to get real tiresome bro god damn it fucking Wimbyama went to the spurs something in my soul told me when i was watching that goddamn lottery draft when he went to the top five, because Pistons had got disappointed. And then for some reason in my soul, I just heard, you would be next. And Houston Rockets get number four. Fuck. <laughs> like, these niggas tanked for Victor Wimbenyama. We just saw that Bradley Bill went to the Suns. We have another super team that is going to get bounced in the first round. <laughs> because you have no bench. Like, I'm tired of super teams. How just do you feel lame. about um, Harden potentially coming back down here? Between him and the head coach, the strip clubs won't stand a chance. <laughs> Hell's Paradise is the new love right now. That's the one everybody's watching until Fire Force and Jujutsu Kaisen come back. Y'all not ready for that shit. Niggas getting their ass whooped. <laughs> I want to see how they bring this together. Oh, Blue Lock. Which is actually the first sports anime I'm really like diving into. I've never been able to dive into a sports uh, anime. I've seen some basketball. Ones, but... 
some of those I just haven't really just sat down and just like check that shit out. But I heard that though they're pretty tough. Blue Lock, I like the animation. Uh, the story so far is it's decent. Like it's it's good for like what it is. We're in the last arc of One Piece, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I believe. In the manga, one thing in common with a lot of long-running shows is they drop the ball on the loose ends there's a lot of plot holes with the amount of shit that Oda has to answer in one last final arc I don't know if it's gonna happen right and to be honest with you how One Piece closes is essential to the One Piece legacy because if you ran this long but you ended bad you're gonna be Game of Thrones Ooh. So <laughs> Game of Thrones. This is intense. I'm allude to the to the plot hole. It's I mean, how, how can you tie up all those loose ends when you have almost two thousand fucking episodes and, and whatever the hell else? What I will say is reading it versus watching it. Um, when you watch it, they stretch a lot of things out. Reading it, they get right to the point. So this nigga has to do the Poneglyphs, Celestial Dragons. He has to do the government four emperors we have to go through revolutionary army the 100 year history everybody on the crew has to have their own separate goals be realized i mean i could go on and on we gotta see shanks and then like, we still gotta get to the fucking treasure that's the only thing i put this point i want to see i'll skip everything i want to see treasure. and then claimed not like this is out his fucking mouth he's like i'm gonna give the biggest war that manga has ever seen I feel like that's possible. Without even watching One Piece as much as y'all do, I feel like that's very possible. Oh, no, it's very possible. But if you're going to give the biggest war we've ever seen, which I'm for, are you going to close the loose ends? How much of this shit is going to get left out? Because a lot is. I'm just saying, man. But, you know, we got a three-headed dragon for to come out this year. We got a, a Minato Namikaze special, uh, uh, special manga coming out. They finna finish... Uh, the blood war with bleach and i believe dbz manga and anime is coming out before the end of the year that's a three-headed dragon oh yeah especially good. the minato for me i'm overly fucking excited for that it better be good though yeah and i sound like you when i say that but that's you know how I feel about Naruto. Man. That shit better be right. I've been waiting to see about his childhood and just that era for a long time. So Man. I know a lot of us have. Point A. Um, music has been kind of slow this year, right? Or is it just me? Nah, I haven't really just... Yeah, you called it. Like, we was getting so much good music at the same fucking time. Like, now we're in this lull where it's like... Ain't nobody really... I'm still sitting with a lot of the albums I've been listening to. But one recently that I did... Love uh, that was recommended to me is the Amine Catronata project. But other than that, like, it's been pretty, like I said, it's been pretty dull. And then point two, ladies, if you're in a relationship and he plays games, I'm sorry, you're going to lose him the gaming this year. This is a crazy ass year for gaming. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi fucking four in the same year. I already got Street Fighter. And I'm a god on Mortal Kombat. And we about to get Dragon Ball. I'm about to be breaking controllers left and right. Motherfucker. <laughs> and then of course you know the new 2K and all that shit gonna come out too. And GTA. This is like 
a renaissance of gaming. This shit is going to come back crazy. Like, y'all don't understand what the fuck is about to go down. Another Spider-Man game, and that Spider-Man game is serious. Yep, yep. that too. Spider-Man 2. Then there's going to be on these processors, on these graphics, on these engines. Nigga. Yeah, y'all definitely going to lose. Y'all going to lose? <laughs> Man, but... That has been another episode of the Lighthouse Podcast, man. Thank y'all for rocking with me, tuning in, tapping in. You know, I appreciate and love every single one of you that do. Thank you if you made it through. If you like it, leave a review, share it with a friend too. Don't home me, be the homie. You can quote me, just quote me. I've been humble. I shouldn't love you, but I still feel alone I shouldn't love you